Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today's episode will be about inventory systems. So back in season one, we kind of just riffed about our inventory systems (laughs) for an episode of what we liked, what we didn't like, what we wanted to improve on. And now that it's been a year since we've done that, a lot has changed. We wanted to do a whole nother episode on our inventory systems, you know, what's working and where we'd like to go from there. Definitely. Yeah. I think not only we are living in different spots or inventory of that, but also we both have like way more items now than we were storing back then. So a lot to discuss. We wanted to give an update. (laughs) Definitely. So before we get into that, what's going on this week? What's new with you? Yeah. So I am running a closet sale again. I know... (gasps) Back in June, we ran some closet sales in both of our closets, and we talked about how we wanted to kind of make that part of our normal um, routine every month or two or every couple months. So yeah, I am having a closet sale right now. I'm trying out the Name Your Own Price sale, which I've seen other resellers do. I think Haley's Hanger has done this sale before, and also most recently, uh, basic posh babe on Instagram. She ran a name your own price sale and she sold like, I think she said she had sold like 150 yeah. like, sales. Um, That's so insane. that was super inspiring. Um, Cause I was kind of scared to do a name your own price sale because I'm worried that everyone's going to like low ball. Right. But then I kind of told myself, I remember before we ran our sales in June, which weren't name your own price sales, they were just like regular sales. I ha- had all these like different fears about that too. So it's like, you never know until you try. We're just going to try it out. Yeah. And so I started it on, I started it k- kind of on Thursday night. I started sending out some of the messages. I basically followed the same routines that we outlined in our how to run a sale episode. So I just started messaging people that I made purchases from me or had liked items in the past few weeks and just started letting them know, like I'm having a name your own price sale. All you need to do is shop my closet, send me an offer. I'm going to accept all offers as long as I'm not losing money. And then I like posted about it on my Instagram and stuff on Friday and I'm running it through Monday. So it's Saturday right nice. now. It's going well. Yeah. Um, I still can't, the jury's still out on if I prefer this kind of sale or prefer having uh, like a set price point sale. So we'll see how that shakes out. So far they seem pretty similar as far as like how many items I'm selling. But what I did like about the other sale more than this sale is like in this sale, I'm kind of waiting for people to send me offers the whole time where in Mm -hmm. the other sale, if people started liking items, I could shoot them an offer, you know, which I I still could do, but that kind of ruins the point of the sale of like name your own price of it all yeah because i don't really want to like start off but i was thinking about that maybe on monday because 
the same thing's kind of happening basically where I started sending these messages to people telling them I'm having name your own price sale. And then a lot of people will start liking a bunch of items from my closet pretty shortly after I send that message. Yeah. Um, so I've been, and then if, if they don't make, send me an offer, like within an hour or two, I I've been sending them a follow-up messages being like, like, Hey, I liked all that. I uh, love all the items you've been liking. Uh, send me an offer when you're ready or let me know if you have any questions just to kind of like remind them. But during the old sale, I would have been able to kind of like bundle it and like send them an offer back. Right. Get it. Keep moving. it going. But yeah, but overall it's still been pretty good so far. I think I've sold, I think I'm up to 27 items nice. that I've sold since Thursday night. So that's really good. Um, yeah. And I think that's about on track to where I was during my last sale. I think last, the last time I ran the sale in June, I sold 56 items. Okay. during the sale. And so I'm kind of on track for that again, which would be really exciting. But yeah. Have you had many like low ball offers that you have to like counter on and like have, have they accepted or how's that gone? Yeah. So I was really nervous. Cause so when I first started the sale, the first two offers that I got right away were like super low ball. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like, should I just take the sale down? Like I'm already regretting it. Yeah. This I isn't had, fun. Like, a pair of Madewell jeans and then this girl offered me ten dollars which is like <laughs> more than that for them so I can't do that yeah um so I, I did counter back with like the lowest I could go basically I'm at least trying to make back like double my investment or for like for certain yeah. things maybe like 1.5 times my investment would be fine if I've had it in my closet for a while like I still want to make some profit on everything right um so yeah, so that was that was tough to see because I was getting really discouraged right up front when I'm like, oh my gosh, like the only two people that have sent me offers are like really low offers. Yeah. Um the other one was on a Lulu's dress and she offered me $15 and I did accept that one just to try to get like something going. And I, I didn't pay that much for the dress, so I was still making Wasn't a bad. little bit of profit, yeah. but um I would have liked more for that dress in a in a normal world, obviously. So yeah. But yeah, then then since then it's been a lot better. I, it just kind of depends. There's been a few lowball offers that I did counter, but only I think the I can only think of like two examples of that so far. The rest I've just been accepting, and there's been like really reasonable offers too. Like someone bundled nice. like five items, and then they sent me an offer for like, uh, or no, they bundled I think four items, and they sent me an offer for like ninety dollars, and that was pretty reasonable. So. Just kind of depends. Nice. Has it been a lot of bundles? There's been a few bundles. Um, let me look actually. One, two, three, four, five, five bundles so far. Wow. Nice. Um, and then a bunch of solo items too. And then I still, like I said, have a bunch of people that have like liked stuff and haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. So I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll come back and yeah. But it's been steady. I've been making a few sales every few hours. So, yeah, that's good. You'll have to give us an update next week with the final results of Let what you like better. Yeah, I know. My goal, my goal for the sale really is to beat my last sale. Yeah. But, um, even if it gets close, like I'd still be happy with that. Nice. Uh, my other update this week is. 
We talked about it last week. I've been doing a little better on Mercari. We've decided if I made a certain amount of sales on Mercari, I should get the scale. And I posted on my Instagram. I'm happy to report I bought a shipping scale so I can weigh my packages that I ship out on Pirate Ship accurately. Nice. No more. Have you, have you done one yet? Yep. I, I made a sale the next day. I sold a free people dress and I was able to weigh it. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no more, no more of the days where I like step on the scale by with just me. Step, <laughs> off, step up with the, on the scale with me holding the dress. Cancel myself off, um, <laughs> and then like round up to like try to make it accurate. And it's like my scale also doesn't tell me in ounces, so I'm very confused. I'm like running the decimal point percentages. <laughs> So no more. I have a scale. Way simpler. $22 on Amazon. It got here the next day. So if you're on the fence, I'd consider getting one. Just, just upgrade your business, you know? For sure. That's awesome. <laughs> What's new with you this week? So I saw in a couple of places that TJ Maxx and Marshalls were doing their semi-annual sale where they mark a lot of items down to clearance and then so they mark it down once and put like a red tick sticker on it and then when they get to the lowest price they'll have the yellow stickers and I heard that there's a lot of yellow stickers right now so I went the other night to TJ Maxx and checked it out it was okay I didn't find like a ton of stuff, but I found a few good brands. And then I found a lot of uh, American Eagle jeggings for a really good price. So I picked those up. I'm going to check out, I have a Marshalls right by me too. So I'm going to check out that one as well to see if they are at the yellow price yet. But yeah, I've seen a lot of resellers posting that everyone's been out shopping the yellow tag sales. So yeah, I got to get in on it. Definitely. It's exciting. Only twice a year, so you gotta you gotta check it out. <laughs> gotta check it out. I remember last summer we were like really into it. Yeah, I, that's why I'm like a little disappointed. Like last summer, I got like a lot of stuff, and it was all really good. So, do you wonder if that's because like last year it was like the summer? I think last year because a lot of stores were closed like March through like oh. June. So I think some of the places where like a TJ Maxx or Nordstrom Rack or Marshalls gets their stuff from, um, we're like really overstocked on product, you know? Yeah, so could be. I'm guessing, cause I think last year was like a really good summer for the yellow tech sale. Cause they were just like all stores, like we're just basically clearing out all their spring and they summer. They just like had to move fall. it. Yeah. yeah. That could be. So maybe I should have a different perspective of, you know, I did find some good stuff this year. So, and then, just before we started recording, I went to Plato's closet again. And yeah, you I were found... almost late for a recording date. <laughs> she was at Plato's. Oops, sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but I found a ton of stuff. I'm so excited to list it all and photograph it all today. I. I'm thinking about doing like a haul video on my Instagram, like TV. So you definitely should, I want to see check that out. Yeah. 
I love watching the haul videos. So oh, me too. Of anyone's are fun. <laughs> I was talking to one of the employees when I was checking out because it kind of took a while. <laughs> it's, like, it's a lot of dead air. But you know, I was like, oh, it looks like you guys had a lot of like new stuff, like, you know, and really good conversation starter. <laughs> <laughs> this queen of small talk. <laughs> so he was saying, which we I think we kind of knew, but they put everything out in seasons. So they had been like all summer getting like sweaters, jeans and stuff like that and holding on to them and then just pushing them out to the sales floor, like in one big clump when it came time for like fall, quote unquote. Okay. The Play-Doh's Closet by Me, when they were, they were having those back to school events where they started bringing Yeah. And I, I went shopping that week before the back to school event started. And when I was there, they had like a whole area of sweaters and then they had it like blocked off with like caution tape. So you couldn't go in and shop it. Like they were like starting to set it. <laughs> so, okay. So I went on the other side of one of the racks and then I was like peeking in on it. Sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really see, so I couldn't really get anything, but yeah, they, they do do that. I didn't realize they didn't just put everything out, but I guess that makes sense. They have a small space. Yeah. Yeah. What are you most excited about that you found today? Good question. I found a few pair of jeans. Honestly, I can't even remember what brands they are now. So I'll have to go back and look. But I was taking your advice of just like looking at the tag. Seems like a good brand. I don't know it. And just throwing it in the little basket. And then when I was checking the comps, typically then you check the comps and it's like, bucks, like (laughs) not good. (laughs) And I found three pairs of jeans all different brands that had really high comps and like one of them back pair of jeans. So I'm really excited about those. I don't even know the brands <laughs> to tell you what they were, but definitely check out my haul video because it'll be on yeah, there. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So that brings us to our listener question of the week. So every week we read a listener question on the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to read, you can DM us on Instagram at Sister Sue Posh or email us at Sister Sue Posh at gmail.com. So this week's question is, what is your favorite item you've thrifted and kept for yourself? Mm. I know. I feel like we always thrift so much stuff now. It's like half my stuff comes from Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. So I think what's coming to mind, I didn't really thrift this like at Goodwill, but like last year I started getting really into like skincare products, but skincare can be really expensive if you go to like Sephora or Ulta and that does not line up with like my cheapo lifestyle. (laughs) So they do sell some beauty products on Poshmark. You're allowed to sell them as long as they're not opened. And um, one thing I was having luck buying for myself on Poshmark was finding like, like last year, like after Christmas time, I, I bought like a bunch of like Sephora favorite skincare sets like that were like gift sets of like skincare products, mm. but they were like super cheap and they had really good brands in them. And you get to try out all the different stuff and kind of decide what you like. So I'm nice. always, I'm always kind of doing a search for that every now and then to try to find a good deal. Cause 
I love trying out the new skincare products, but I just, of course, don't love the price tag. So <laughs> I have one of those credits on Posh right now. So I might have to look at that, see if there's any sets I want to buy. Yeah. Um, I would just search like Sephora favorites and then, okay. and then you'll see all these like different like holiday box sets and they're usually completely on, I mean, they're completely unopened and yeah. you can see, um, all the different things that are inside, but yeah, it's really, it's really fun buying those. I, I need to buy one again because I feel like I'm running low on all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> finally ran out <laughs> finally ran out yeah i haven't done it in a while but last year around like january or earlier this year i guess yeah i was into it <laughs> mm, nice yeah i what comes to mind for me is definitely the madewell jeans i didn't previously own madewell jeans like before we got into reselling mm -hmm. and i now have two pairs that are from goodwill that i wear like those are my like main jeans that I wear. So that definitely comes to mind for me. I feel like though, a lot of times we like will wear the clothes, but then it's still like listed in our closet and it's like, we're not super attached to it. Where like, we'll wear it maybe out to dinner once or something. Like if the price is right, we'll sell it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of things like that where like I bought them at Goodwill and they, I, they like fit me and I really like them. And um, yeah, sometimes I'll even like, I'll like list them on my Poshmark and I'll list them like a little higher than like probably they're really worth because I'm like, <laughs> if someone's willing to pay it, then I'll give it up. But like, right. if they're not, I'm keeping it. <laughs> yes, definitely. One thing today that I found so timely, a sweatshirt from a podcast I listened to the morning toast, one of their like merch, uh, hauls they had, it's from a couple years ago. And it was in my size and I've like, I almost bought this sweatshirt like originally when they came out with it, it on their yeah. website. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's too much. But I have like other like sweatshirts and hats from their podcast because I listen to it all the time. It's called The Morning Toast. And I saw it at Plato's today. I'm like, 10 bucks. I just have to do it. And yes, I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now. <laughs> Couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> Did you put it on in the parking lot or what? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so That's hilarious. New is going to be one of my favorite items. That I'm, oh, I'm sure you won't be taking it off anytime soon. <laughs> um, that reminds me of our other most worn item. Now, now we both have them, and our sister Macy has them too. Um, they are those. They're kind of like a, like kind of like a dad shirt. I don't know if it's like a golf brand. I associate it with golf in my head, but there's like a brand of t-shirts that are like life is good. Um, yeah, and yeah, it usually has like a little illustration, and then it says like life is good underneath it. I feel like our dad had those shirts a lot when we were like yeah. growing up, <laughs> and we we kept seeing them. One of the times we were at Goodwill, I like bought one and it was like in the kind of like pinkish color. And I'm like, I want this for myself, but I want to like crop it. And we, we did the whole nine where we like cropped it to like the perfect length. And then there's even like a little, like life is good emblem tag at the bottom. At the hem. Yeah. And we even removed that with a seam ripper and then like re-sewed it onto the bottom of the crop top. So it's very legit. And then Maddie was obviously jealous, so we had to find her one, too. And then we had to find one for Macy, too. <laughs> we wear those, like, all the time. <laughs> Great t-shirts, honestly. I see why I see why people love them. 
Yeah, it's a good vibe. <laughs> Life is good, you know. <laughs> Keeps you positive. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the next segment is our new segment. We are celebrating you guys. We are wanting to hear your reseller wins from the last week. And today we have an Instagram comment from B&G's Closet. She said that she recently began to look at Plato's Closet as a sourcing option. On her first trip, she got lucky and found a pair of Tory Burch peep toe wedges that were a super quick flip once she cleaned them up. That find alone will keep her coming back to Plato's. So love it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking up just after a quick search in Poshmark for Tory Birch wedges. It looks like some are going for like anywhere between like 125 to like 250. Whoa. So excellent find. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and if it like, I mean, I feel like at Plato's, like we talked about in our Plato's Closet episode last week for the different categories, like for shoes, they can mark them up a little bit, but like she definitely didn't pay $200 for them or anything. So. Right. Excellent. Congrats. B&G's closet on the sale. Awesome. So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update. Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that or in the reseller community. So this week's Posh News update is actually some Mercari news. So Mercari is doing like a sweepstakes with Jojo Fletcher from the Bachelor franchise where you enter to have her clean your garage, it looks like. Wow. The winner was. Oh, sorry. Mercari with all of the collaborations lately. Uber, JoJo. <laughs> so it looks like the winner will receive $3,500 prize, including a $500 Mercari credit and a 30 minute video consult with JoJo herself. So. Mm. I kind of thought they were going to fly her out. That was a little disappointing, but I guess it kind of makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Wait, so they just get a 30-minute consult? Then how does she clean your garage? Mm, she'll tell you what to do with, oh, the, okay. with the money. Got it, got it. So pretty cool. I mean, so to enter, you just submit a photo of the space you want to de and probably put in a little bit of info about yourself. Kind of cool. I mean, kind of cool. random. Kind of random, kind of cool. Do you have a messy garage? Look into this, you know? Yeah. I don't know what else to say about this. That's pretty much it. Slow news week for Poshmark and Mercari, but I'm sure there'll be something happening next week. And in the meantime, looking to get your garage cleaned. <laughs> So that brings us to the main section of the episode. Maybe let's just start by giving an update on what our inventory systems are now. Yes. So like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we did an inventory episode, inventory systems episode already in season one, where we just kind of went through, told you what we were working with. <laughs> 
we honestly didn't have the best systems in place back then. That was more of a brainstorming session yeah, than anything. Yeah, we were like, hey, we know we got a lot of stuff and we got to figure out where we're going to put it. So we're just going <laughs> to hash it out on the podcast. Yeah, a lot has changed. So the main thing that's changed is we both used to live in one bedroom apartments. So that's contributed. Now we both have like more of a room that's like an office space. Right. So for mine, I have a room that has the majority of my inventory stored in it. And for storage for it, I went to Ikea and I bought these like wardrobes. So I have basically five sections of wardrobe. Some of it has hanging space. Some of it has shelves. And then between where the wardrobe, where the top of the wardrobe is and the ceiling, there's space where I can have bins stacked up there. So I also have six bins running across the top of the wardrobes, if you can picture that. And then next to the wardrobes, I have a little storage unit that I bought on Facebook Marketplace that basically is like a bookshelf that has two deep drawers at the bottom of it too. That, for the most part, stores the bulk of my inventory. The way I have it organized is, so along the top, I have the six bins. They're labeled A, B, C, D, E, F. Very like, I feel like standard reseller practice. All you do is assign the items in your closet to certain bins. But I kind of have my inventory broken down by category too. So the six bins on the top are mostly all of my tops. And then I just put, whenever I get new tops, I just put them in whatever bin has the most room. But like any top could be in any of the six bins on top. Does that make sense? Yes. So yeah, six bins worth of tops up there. And then- Are in, they like loose or are they yeah, in they're, the bags? They're not in the bags anymore. Yep. Originally okay. I had the like, like plastic poly clear yeah. bags. And then I would label them with the numbers. But I found for me, I'm a keep it simple kind of gal. Like I need it to be like easy for me to put things away or I'm going to get too overwhelmed to keep up with it. So for the tops, I just, I fold them and then I just like stack them up in the bins. The bins are just like the small cubes that you can get at like Target. Oh, okay. So they're not like a huge bin. So you can't really fit that much stuff in them. So whenever you're trying to find something, there's probably only like, 20 to 30 items in there. So you're not having to dig through like a ton of stuff. Gotcha. Then moving down to the wardrobe section. (laughs) So on the left side of the wardrobe, the first two sections are just hanging space. And that's where I hang up all of my dresses. Yeah. For the most part. So, and I don't have in my, in my Poshmark account, like for all the tops in the skew section, that's where I put like this top isn't been A, this top isn't been C. For dresses, I basically leave that blank because I know all my dresses are going to be in that one section of the wardrobe. And I just have them in there from like color order. So I start with white on one end, I have black on the other end, and then it's just like Roy G. Biv with the colors nice. of the dresses. So if a dress sells and it's like a purple dress, I know that it's probably going to be in the dress cabinet. And then I just go to the purple section and then I can usually find it pretty easily. That is getting a little full, so more on that later. <laughs> but I have that all those dresses squeezed in there now. The middle section is probably like my most like intricate part of my inventory system, and that is my jean storage. So the middle <laughs> section of the wardrobes 
when you open it up, it's basically like four cubbies. There's four shelves in there. The cubbies are pretty deep and I'm able to fit like two stacks of jeans on each of the shelves in there. So in my inventory system in Poshmark, if there's like a certain pair of jeans, I will label, I will label in the skew like this is on the shelf two front two back or one front one back and that tells me which pile that pair of jeans is stacked in those stacks so kind of like the bins on top that helps me like really narrow in where like if i know it's on three front i mean i can only really probably stack like 12 pairs of jeans in each stack so i can pretty easily find it and when i'm putting things away i try to be really mindful of like keeping like when i originally set it up i like alphabetized all of my jeans by brand on my floor and then when I started putting them in the inventory <laughs> system I would like scatter the same brands onto all the different shelves so for the most part the way it was set up is that there aren't multiples of the same brand in any of the stacks or if there are they're like a black pair of jeans and like a light wash pair of jeans that way I'm never like gonna mix up, mix like, them up. Yeah. The same pair of made if I have like all my made well jeans in one stack that would be like my nightmare because then I would send someone the wrong ones Right. <laughs> so that's like the most intense part of my inventory system, I think, is just how I keep track of all the jeans in there. That's like the part I'm most careful with. But for me, that really works because I sell a lot of jeans and I'm always sourcing a lot of jeans. So I want to have that like, or that's like the most organized part. Nice. Over from there, the next, the last two sections of the wardrobe has hanging space on the top and then it has two shelves on the bottom. So in the hanging space on the top, I just hang up all of my like heavier sweaters. So for that, like some of the tops, if they're like a really thin, like waffle knit sweater that I can fold up, sometimes those sweaters go in the bins on top, but like any like heavy chunky knit would just take up way too much room in one of my little square bins. Right. So I just hang those and those are organized the same way as the dresses where they're just from light to dark, Roy G. Biv, Rainbow to find the color of the sweaters. And then underneath those on the shelves, that's where all my accessories are. So one shelf is like all my shoes. I really don't source a lot of shoes. So I just have like maybe like eight pairs of shoes lined up in there that are listed in my closet. And then the other shelf has like a bin that has like any swim or like bralettes. And then it has all the purses. So those are down there. That's kind of like my accessory zone. And then the little bookshelf drawer thing, this is kind of like an overflow section, I guess, um, that I, and the bookshelves on top, I have a few like baskets. Some of that space isn't really being used for anything right now. There's some like room to grow in there, but I do have one basket full of all of my skirts. Cause I really also don't have a lot of skirts. So I just keep them separate in the basket there. And then I have one basket that has like more like leggings or like active wear kind of stuff because like really like any pant that's like not structured. So it could be like a loose fitting pant or like hmm. leggings. Cause those, those I don't really want to keep in by the jeans just so my piles can like stack up nicely when they're all jeans. So that's like a little bit of pants overflow. And then the two drawers on the bottom, the top drawer is like my, overflow dresses so really what i've been putting in there like in my dress wardrobe i like anything that's like a super long maxi dress like i keep hung up in there 
but now like some of the dresses that are more of like the princess Polly styles or like they're kind of like little small like slip dresses basically yeah I've just been rolling those up and I keep those in this dress drawer and then in my inventory in Poshmark for any item any of those dresses that are going to be stored in that dress drawer not just the dress wardrobe I just put in the skew I just write the word dress drawer and this is one of the things that's like in my brain so like if someone else was coming to my inventory room they would be like probably confused by like which dresses how do you know, like, if it's going to yeah. be in that wardrobe or there? I mean, you could always just check Poshmark because if, if it's blank, then it will be in the cabinet. Or if it's blank, it'll be in the wardrobe. And then if it says dress drawer, it'll be in that little drawer. But, like, I kind of know in my head, like, which kinds of dresses I'm putting in the dress drawer typically. So I kind of know where to look. Know where to look first. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second drawer has all my shorts in it because I do have a lot of, like, jean shorts and other shorts that I've sourced too. So I have one drawer full of all of those. And then that is my whole inventory system. Oh, one, one hidden secret, one skeleton <laughs> in my closet, the jackets. I have probably like 20 jackets listed in my closet. And at first I had all the sweaters and the jackets hanging in that second wardrobe with the hanging yeah. space, but it, it does, they don't fit in there anymore. So in our guest bedroom, I do have all my jackets hung in there now. That's the only thing that's like satellited off from the main <laughs> Poshmark headquarters. <laughs> nice. So... It seems, I'm sure, I hope that wasn't boring to listen to, but <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of have it. I guess the main things are, I have it for the most part all in one spot besides the jackets and I have it kind of by category and then I have it attached to like a skew where I can put like which area of my system it's in, in Poshmark so I can easily, for any item in my closet, I should be able to basically like zone in on like a few items of where it might be stored. Yeah. Has it been easy to find items with this system? I know you were saying you've had that big sale recently where you sold 50 some items in one weekend. Like how is it pulling the items out of here? Is it easy to follow? When something sells, because when you look in your sales report, it'll show that skew, like right when you click on the item that sold. Yeah. And so if, if something sells, it'll be like, oh, been up to the top got bin see down it's usually like those bins are like a 12 inch by 12 inch bin so you can find it pretty easily in there yeah um, and then like if a dress sells like i know oh, i'm going to this one section of the closet and if i know what color it is i can just pull it out easily so i think it's super easy to use and i i have about 500 between 500 and 500 and like 30 items is kind of where i'm like flexing between for the most part for the last few months since having a system and okay. it stores that amount of items with the exception of the jackets like it <laughs> it can always hold i can always put everything away which was a big problem in our last inventory episode was like i always had weird overflows going on of like this doesn't fit in my current inventory system <laughs> Yeah, but it's crazy how much it's grown because my original inventory system was just the six bins that are now my top bins. That used to be the whole true. System. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> because you also have the clothing cart as well, right? The rack. Yes, yes. So I have a clothing rack in my posh room for that. Okay, like let me be honest. It doesn't always say like this, but. <laughs> That's normally where I put the stuff I just sourced that's waiting to be photographed. Or if I just photographed it, but I haven't listed it yet. And so I don't, I can't like put it away yet. Cause I'm not sure exactly which bin it's going to go in or whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of like the in transit and I've been trying to do a really good job of keeping up with that. Where like that rack is pretty much just always clear that way. When I go sourcing, I have somewhere to put the stuff right away. And it kind of like lets me know like how much unlisted inventory I'm working with. And I've been liking to keep it empty too, in case I want to take like a picture or something on it for like Instagram. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it can kind of work as a prop. I kind of think of that as more part of my like photography setup. Hmm. I'm trying to not use it for inventory storage anymore because like in July when I was traveling, it was pretty much just like had clothes thrown all over it of like stuff that wasn't listed that I had sourced, but like hadn't got to yet. And it just stresses me out when it's like that. So I'm trying to keep it clean. It's clean keep right it now. It has literally nothing on it right now, but see besides my one shirt hanger and one pant hanger. So that's what I like to see. And then you keep on the bottom of it, like a fur that you use for pictures, sometimes like smaller items or shoes or something for like a flat yeah. lay. And I've been seeing on Instagram, your pug, <laughs> Charlie likes to just hang out on the rack now that it's yeah. empty, which is so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Charlie, my, my pug, we have like multiple dog beds for him, like in our <laughs> living room. There's one in our bedroom. There used to be one in the posh office, but I think I moved it. Um, it's too much going on. <laughs> I think I moved that one to our bedroom now. So I think he technically has two, but he used to have three, but then we went camping and one got kind of dirty. So we're not really using that one. So he doesn't have a bed in the posh room anymore. So yeah, he took it upon himself where the little clothing rack has that bottom shelf and I keep, it's like a fur blanket. I think I bought it from H&M home and that's, yeah, I, I lay that out on the floor. That's where I take pictures of like any accessories or flat lays that I need to take. It's just simple and looks like a nice background. And then I keep it folded up on there, but it's like the perfect little cushion for Char to just take a snooze on. He's so, loving it. He's loving it. I know. It's like his little bunker. It's so cute. <laughs> Multi-purpose now. Yeah. So what do you have going on for your inventory system these days? So similar to you, now I have like a designated office for where I work my full-time job from home. I have Peloton bike in there. And then there's a closet that has all my Poshmark stuff in it. So I have four like plastic little bins that are probably like similar to your cube size, like 12 by 12, maybe even a little shorter, maybe 12 by six. Yes. There are four bins tops on it that are like a b c d and i have those on top of the closet and then i have some like clothes hanging up and then i have one of those like plastic dressers that like everyone has from like when they lived in a dorm at one point like one of those yeah. <laughs> in the closet that has like two big compartments and then i have a big plastic bin like one of those big ones too that has stuff in it so on the top row, those four small bins, the like ABCD are all like shirts, like smaller items, which I recently was kind of feeling overwhelmed by the inventory. I was like, I have 240 listings, which I've had that amount of listings for a while now. Like that's not, yeah. I haven't been bulking it up or anything, but it's just like, there hasn't been room for anything. I've been so confused. But last night I pulled all four of those down and like they're, they weren't totally full, like max capacity. And it's just like, I hate it. 
So I have all the clothes facing up, like trying to be like Marie Kondo style where you can see like, <laughs> the tops of them all. But then when you like pull one out, it kind of like messes them up, you know, because they're all like so tightly in there. Mm -hmm. So I pulled them down like one by one, took all the stuff out, like Febrezed them, refolded them and like put them back in. And there was like so much extra space. Like once they were like freshly packed, you know? Yeah. So that I could put more stuff in there and kind of fill them up all the way. So I literally did that last night and I just feel so much better about it now. Like I'm actually using those four bins like to their max capacity. They're all just shirts similar to you. I just put the in the skew field in Poshmark like ABCD and then can easily find the shirt in there. And like, kind of like you were saying for the jeans, like if I have a bunch of black shirts, I try not to put them all together. <laughs> so it's like confusing. Yeah, you want to be like easy out. to see at a glance when you're looking through a bin of like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just filled those up. So those are all like shirts, tank tops, lighter items. And then hanging up is definitely like an area of improvement for me. It's kind of just like a hodgepodge, like no organization of like dresses, bulkier sweaters, jackets. And then there's like a lot of just like items from my closet that like in my personal closet were hanging up. And when I like decided to sell them on Posh instead of like wearing them anymore, I just like moved them into the closet once they were listed where it's like, yeah. they don't necessarily need to be hung up. Like some of them are like tank tops. So that's kind of Listening to your like hanging up system, I'm like, okay, I could at least have them by like by sweaters category. and dresses. Yeah. yeah. And kind of get organized that way. A door on the closet, <laughs> like one of, it's one of those where they're like two sliding doors that kind of like go yes. over each other. Overlap. One of them when we bought the house, the door was broken. And it's kind of been one of those things where it's like, well, we'll eventually fix it, obviously, but like haven't yet. So you can't like, <laughs> you can only get into it from one side. So I just kind of keep pushing the hanging clothes back. <laughs> and in my closet, like if something doesn't have a skew, like similar to yours, I'm like, oh, it's probably hanging up. And that's where I go to look for it. If it's like a shirt or dress. So that's kind of an area where I'm like, ooh, I would, I'm not too proud of that right now, <laughs> but, yeah. and then in the kind of like plastic dresser that's on the ground, there's like two big drawers. The bottom drawer is like all of all pants, like besides jeans, like shorts and any other kind of pants that aren't jeans all fit in there. And then the top one is where I keep all of my like supplies, like the poly mailers Nice. stickers stuff like that so that one's kind of like more empty but it's nice having it like with the stuff just like all put away together and then I have this like big tote that has all of the jeans in it which I don't totally love that because it, it is hard like to sort through them you kind of have to like open it up and unless it's something you just source like it's not going to be right on the top you kind of have to dig mm -hmm. through it for a while but it works for now. Like all the jeans fit. I like at least having the jeans separate from the shorts, like similar to yours, where it's like you at least have the starting point of like where it's going to be. So I like that. And then I have kind of like the same purpose as your clothing rack. I have just like a little basket. That's like the items that I've 
for me, it's like, I've already taken the pictures. I've already listed it, but I'm like hopeful that it's going to sell right away. So I don't put it away right away. (laughs) And that kind of just got a little bit over the top. Like typically I try to keep that kind of like empty, like ideally empty, everything's put away. But recently I've been just like piling it high of like, oh, eventually like but this week these are going to sell. So I shouldn't put them away yet. So last night that was like, I was pulling out of there into the small bins. If that makes sense. Like filling those up. So then the basket is more empty now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I'm really liking it. It's really nice having it all just in one closet. I, I know there's still a few items that I've like maybe worn from my Poshmark closet that have gone through the laundry and then ended up back in my closet. <laughs> Yeah, but I have a few like that too. <laughs> yeah, but those are for the too most hard. part. Yeah, having it in one spot where you can like close the door on it and have it be put away. Yeah, rather than more out in the open, like we had to in the apartment settings. But yeah, definitely still some points I'd like to like improve on just within the closet with the hanging stuff what are like the biggest differences between what we used to be doing and what our inventory systems look like now. And I think like, for me, like the biggest difference is like the, when I had my bins in my old inventory system, I didn't do like any categorizing really at all of like what was in the bin. It was like, there's just bins a through, I think, Mm. I think when I left our apartment, it was, it went up to J. So we had A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. And but like any category could be in any bin. So it was yeah. like, in bin J was like sweaters, skirts, jeans. It was just like whichever bin had room when I went sourcing, I would just, I mean, it made it really easy for putting inventory away because then I would like put it all in bin J and then just go through my ones I just listed and add J to the skew for all of them. Yeah. Um, where now I do have to do it a little more one by one, but I like having the categories, having it a little bit categorized because that way, if for some reason something goes missing, you still like kind of know where you're looking, which hasn't really ever happened, but I just like having it like that because it just feels more organized. And plus at a glance, I can kind of see like, okay, I've been sourcing like a lot of jeans lately. Like I need to like get other categories too, or True. look at that side of it. Kind of gives you a better overview of all the stuff you have. Yeah. What's like the most different from yours? I think going from the apartment to the house it's like i probably have like five to ten items from that are like poshmark related in my personal closet where it used to be like a whole section of my personal closet was like poshmark items which was like very overwhelming like just like a lot going on so i think that's the biggest difference of just like really trying to keep them separate even if i'm still like wearing some of the poshmark stuff before it sells like trying to have like two separate closets like these are my clothes and these are the poshmark clothes that's kind of the biggest difference for me where having the designated space where they go yeah because in my when i was in the apartment so much of the poshmark stuff had to be hung up because they didn't fit in those four bins i feel like the most important thing with inventory systems is like tying the label to poshmark if possible yeah because that just makes it so easy when something sells to just check you know right where to look i know i think i've heard other people mention that like 
they keep a separate spreadsheet that's like their inventory spreadsheet. But I think both of us, we've talked about this in the past, like we don't really think that's necessary as long as you're doing a good job of labeling in Poshmark where something is stored, then there really isn't a need to have like a separate spreadsheet. I guess we kind of just use our Poshmark closet as a spreadsheet. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, since we kind of treat Poshmark as our home base and list everything that we are reselling on Poshmark and then supplement with other platforms like Mercari, that's why we track our inventory in Poshmark. So even if the item sells on, say, Mercari, we then go back to Poshmark to find out where the item is in our inventory system. So we don't have to keep the inventory information within Mercari, for example, since everything is in Poshmark and all the listings are there. So if you had certain items that you are only listing on eBay and then other items that you're only listing on Poshmark and they're all within the same inventory system, that might be a situation where it would be beneficial to keep a separate Excel spreadsheet. I guess I feel like we, you know, we both talked about having it labeled in Poshmark, but just to kind of break it down in case you don't really know what we're talking about, but like in the item listing. So if you, you're listing a new item, you have to write the title, you write the description, you like pick the color size, all that stuff. And then at the bottom of your listing, when you're editing it, there's like a section for additional details. And that's where you can put like, we put our cost of goods in there. We put our, and then that's where we put in the SKU section. That's where we put which section of our inventory it's stored in. Yeah. If you're not doing that, I would really recommend doing that because it's so nice when it sells and you can just see. Yeah. Cause I think when it sells, it like the SKU shows up. Like on the order list, kind of. Yeah. It's like, like I sold a bundle of like a Forever 21 tank top and this like sweater today. And when I go into that sale, I can see both items. It says like how much they sold for, says their their sizes, and then it says the SKU of where it's stored. Yeah. So if you're looking at your orders, you can just easily see that information. It's right there. And it just saves you a lot of time. I, I would just hate if we had to reference a separate spreadsheet every time something sold to figure out where it is. Right. And I think it it's really helpful too that we have like the different bins labeled too. So it's not just like, oh, in, you know, and the bins are relatively small. I think that helps as well. So like mm-hmm. when you, okay, it's in bin A, like you were saying, it's like, there's only, you know, so many items in here. It's not going to take all day to like dig through. So I mean, obviously work with whatever you have, but if you have to buy a couple bins, like I think the bins I got at Target, all four of them were $10 total. So it's not a huge price, but I like, I got the size bins because they fit under my bed. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, but Dollar Tree even sells like a square yeah. cube bin, which is almost exactly like what I'm using. Like True. For $6, you could go get six of those bins, it would be worth it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I really like the size for that purpose. Like it just takes the like searching aspect out because there's only a few items in the bin. I've seen people use, cause you know, you can get those shelves that are like for the cube storage thing. Yeah. Like like a grid shelf and then all the little cubes slide in there. 
I think those would also be a great option for if you're new to Poshmark and you're you're just getting started with an inventory system. If you went to a Target and got one of those, it's like maybe has like six sections and you had six of those cubes, that would be like all you would need to get started. And then I, then it, everything's just put away in there and you know, you know right where everything is. Yeah, definitely. That's something too I feel like is on Facebook Marketplace a lot. True. Yeah. Look at Facebook Marketplace for your stuff. That's where I got that shelf with the drawers and the drawers are so nice. They're yeah. so deep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the main things are just having it set up so you know where everything is. So you're not stressing about losing any items. And then I think looking forward at like how you'd want to like improve your inventory system in the future. I've heard resellers talk about how ideally you want there to be like such a strong system in place that like someone else could like do your shipping for you. It's like that organized where it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't need to rely on like, Oh, I'm the only person that would understand how this is like stored. And I feel like I was put to the test on that when Rick had to do my shipping for me that week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it went really smooth. So I was feeling really good about that. But there's still a few areas where it's like the dress wardrobe versus the dress drawer. Like I have it labeled in there so it, you could figure it out if you weren't me, but it's like working out some of those kinks. So it's just anyone, you could have like basically anyone step in and ship for you. Not that you would really have to, but I feel like that's a good sign of a strong inventory system. Yeah. Easy to understand. Yeah. Where it's like in mine, my inventory system was pretty good. But I, at the time when he did the shipping for me, like there were a few, still some items on my clothing rack that were like my wishful thinking, like, oh, this will sell right away. Like I'm just going to keep it over Right. Here. But yeah. if, if that's something that only I know and my husband's doing the shipping for me and then it's like, he's like, this says, this doesn't tell me where it is in the inventory. Like, where is it? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's on that rack where there's like a whole hodgepodge of like everything I sourced in the last week. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of a takeaway for me too. Like just keeping up with it. Like if you go sourcing every week and have new items every week of like just putting them away every week and pile up in the the hopeful pile of maybe they'll sell before I have to put it away feels way better when they're actually just already put away you can find them easily if they sell still yeah you're not really saving yourself that much time by leaving them out <laughs> yeah and then also like when you're looking in the bins to find the item that's sold of just like trying to like I have them all facing up like I was saying so trying to keep yeah. them all nicely in there so then it's True, kind easier of like, to store more items in there just kind of like not like ripping you know what I mean yeah like, yeah <laughs> messing yeah, up like the system you, when you were talking about your inventory system and you said like recently you went through and kind of like did a little audit cleaned house on it like yeah organized I think you kind of do got to have some of that time scheduled in at least every few months where you, you know, even if you don't go through the whole inventory system at once, but like, okay, today I'm going to go through my top bins and like, yeah, consolidate them down. And maybe, you know, if you did that, you would be able to realize that like, oh, these can all actually just fit in like two bins right now. And I have two completely empty bins that I could use in a better exactly. way or just kind of keep condensing and consolidating. Cause then it, it makes it easier for you the next time you're sourcing you know where like the new empty spaces that the next things are going to be able to fit into. Yeah. Cause I feel like it does fluctuate a little bit of what kind of items you have. Like I know typically we both have a lot of jeans and you have a lot of dresses and I'd say I have more shirts maybe percentage yeah. wise than you do, but it does fluctuate. Like sometimes I've had months where I can't find like any jeans and it's like, okay, 
you know, maybe that's a point where you can system of like, maybe I don't need the huge bin for the jeans and I can put them, you know what I mean? Just kind of reorganizing to your specific closet yeah. every once in a while, since it is kind of evolving, like who knows, maybe eventually we'll get really into like just jackets or, you know, or just yeah. shoes. So you kind of have you to have to adjust it to whatever you own in the minute moment. So you have to be able to be adaptable. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Totally agree. Cause I, one of my bins at one point on the top of my closet at one point, my pants and then I was needing more space for tops and I'm like well I don't want to have like four of the bins up here are tops and two are pants and then I have like other tops somewhere else so it was like okay where am I going to move these pants to so I can just keep making it make sense in my mind yeah. of where everything is stored so, yeah yeah you got to kind of like be able to condense it and reflow it as needed it needs to be able to yeah. change I do have an extra it's one of those bags that like bedding came in those plastic oh, yeah, zipper yeah, yeah. bags that it the bag is like in my head and in Poshmark like the app it's called like the men's bag that's what I like yeah. use as the ski men's and like because when my husband went through his closet and got rid of a lot of stuff and I listed it on Poshmark that's where I originally put all the stuff but yeah. that was quite a while ago now so a lot of that stuff is sold so there was some space in there. So now it's kind of an overflow of like random like shirts and stuff yeah. <laughs> that I just call men's. So that could be that I could rename that out. and like put all those shirts in their actual category and maybe have that just be like shorts in the bag or something yeah. too, where I don't really have as much men's stuff necessarily anymore. When I do take the time to like go through the inventory and like organize it I love doing that and it is really fun to like see items like because when they're in yeah. the bins you don't really like look at them that much yeah besides like in the Poshmark app you see the pictures go by and stuff but it's kind of fun to yeah, like it's good to just get a lay of the land every now and then and like get refreshed and reorganized <laughs> yeah definitely anything else for like going forward you think you would do differently fixing the it's gonna be exciting <laughs> <laughs> Handyman mingle. Yeah. And then maybe adding more bins across the top. So I have A, B, C, D, maybe getting a couple more of those if I continue to get more like shirts. I would love to have something like yours with the jeans folded so you can kind of see them better. Or maybe even like have them hanging up somehow. I don't know. But jean storage is hard to figure yeah. out like Cause that's like the category where they all look the same so much. Yeah. Or maybe just having them like in a loose stack in the closet, like on the shelf. And just have kind your stacks of, numbered. Yeah. And just have the stacks numbered. I'm not sure, but. Oh, you know what you could get? It's like a thing you hang in your closet and then it like basically creates like all these cubbies that hang down yeah. from it. That you can like put shoes in. But they have like bigger ones that like you could. I had one in my closet at one point and I would like stack like my sweatpants and sweatshirts in it. But if you got one of those, I think they're only like $10. And then you could like stack all your jeans in that. Yeah. And then you would like be able one, to two, kind three, of label four, by like whatever. Which, basically my inventory system. But like. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my jeans are my pride and joy. So like. Yeah. I recommend. That's a good idea. I should look into that. We need to do an inventory episode every now and then because we get so much brainstorming out of the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. How about you? What do you. What do you see for the future of your inventory system? 
I feel like the main, this isn't like as big picture, but like the main issue right now is that that little bookcase, besides the two drawers, the two drawers are like fully being utilized, but the rest of the shelves on there, I feel like I could use that space better. I feel like it's kind of just like, I got that piece of furniture because I was excited for those drawers mm -hmm. and I put like a few things on the shelves, but like, like my accessory storage is kind of a mess. Like my sweater storage is kind of crazy. Maybe it would make sense to just fold all my sweaters and stack them there or do something different. I don't know what it would be, but I feel like that's underutilized space right now. And there's gotcha. other areas in my closet that are like kind of cramped. Like for example, the dresses. <laughs> can like not fit one more dress in there if you tried. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like a one for one. Like one has to sell and yeah. so then you can source I'm like banned from sourcing dresses, but I love sourcing dresses. That's so funny. So that kind of wraps up our inventory systems segment here. Let us know what does your inventory system look like? Do you have any tips, anything we could try? We'd love to hear ideas. We're constantly evolving our inventory system. So let us know. But that brings us to our favorite segment. We're back. <laughs> we took a hiatus, but we're back with our goals, goals update. Waited. You guys thought we might, might not be sharing goals anymore. No, no, no. We still are. We'd love to share the goals. We think it makes it really transparent. I like love when other people share like their real numbers or like, yeah, like I had this, like when basic Bosch babe said she had their sale and she sold 150 things. Like that was super motivating for me to hear. So it's like, I want us to be able to share our real numbers as much as possible. So people can know. Yeah. And like real, like small goals. Cause I mean, obviously we'd all like to be making like maybe more money than we are right now. I mean, let's yes. be real. That's just life. But like, how do you get there? You know what I mean? You have to break it into smaller chunks and have like a non-monetary goal to be pushing the sales up too. So super fun for us to talk about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Goal segment is not going anywhere. We just kind of took our summer vacay, but now we're back. <laughs> so how is it going this month? What are the goals? What's going on? I know we set our goals last week, but fill us in. Where are you at? Okay. So last week I set a goal of $900 in sales. And right now I'm at 346. We're a little under halfway. So obviously not really on track to get to the goal but I've made up a lot of ground this week La like yes. last week I to be fully honest I didn't want to share our progress on the goals because mine were not looking good so <laughs> <laughs> now we're kind of turning it around I'm feeling pretty good about it my second goal is to just totally go back to basics of just sharing my closet three times a day. And I've been writing it down on a piece of paper, like the date. And then I have like shares column. And then I put a check mark every time I share my closet. And then I have a sales column too of like, I'm, like the next morning I write down how many sales I had that day. It has been so motivating you guys. Like I have only been doing it for five days and only one of the days I haven't made any sales. And two of the days I made three oh sales. Goodness. And like every day I've, that I've been tracking it, I've had at least three closet shares or like share my whole closet. So it's super motivating for me. I'm just like a person that like 
if I have a to-do list, I love to do the to-do list. So <laughs> I think you have to kind of tailor the goals to yourself of like, if lists like stress you, like you out, writing those three check yeah. marks per day down. Exactly. So kind of just going totally back to basics. It's definitely helping. I'm going to keep this up until it's so ingrained in me to like share at certain times of the day again and keep it going. But I'm feeling really good. I know the, the 346 number is not terribly impressive or anything, but I you're picking did, up steam. I'm picking up steam. I did just source a ton of items. I'm so excited about I'm thinking about going to Marshall's too. So have a lot of new inventory coming in. And I do want to run a sale next weekend Yay! as well. I might, I might do the name your own price sale. Like you are I doing. I think you got to try we'll it. You gotta, yeah. That's what everyone says. Like you got to try everything. See what works for you. What doesn't it's one weekend. If it flops, it flops, if, but it might surprise you. Definitely. Yeah. I've already been planning it out. My husband is going to a bachelor party out of town next weekend. So I'm like, I'll run the sale then I'll be so available to, Make sure I'm sending, doing all the steps that we talked about in that episode to really maximize the sale. So I'm, I'm feeling good about the month. Yeah. We're not, we're only a third way in, so we're doing good. Yeah. Almost halfway, but we'll run. <laughs> that was really generous. Thank you. <laughs> how about you? What were your goals again? And then yes. how, how are they progressing? So my goal for August was to make 3000 again. I had upped nice. the goal in July, but my goal in June was 3000 and I did make more than 3000 in June. So I'm just, I'm like, I want to hit that mark again, just so I know it wasn't a fluke. Um, <laughs> right. So right now I am at $1,261 for the month. So that's nice. like close to on track, a little short, but I'm only on day two of my sale here and I got three more True. days to go. So I'm hoping that'll help drive some extra sales and I can hopefully be on track to be hitting the 3000 after my sales done this weekend, you know? Nice. My other goal was consistently listing. Um, I'm doing five items a day in August and I really wanted like no exceptions. So I'm doing, I'm doing really good with that. Since August 1st, I put five new things up every single day. I did. I, the only day I missed was the eighth last Sunday, but then I listed 10 things on the ninth. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no excuses. I'm, <laughs> you I'm made it up it. and then some, <laughs> yes. and then the only thing is I'm completely caught up. And I, so I had went sourcing I think Monday or Tuesday this week and got a bunch of stuff. I had my 20% off at Plato's closet and I went to a couple of goodwills and then I scheduled all that stuff out for this week. But today was the last day that the scheduled listings went live. And <laughs> so I need to go sourcing either later today or tomorrow to get a few new things so I can keep up with the five a day. Yeah. So I've been doing it for two weeks. I had the one missed day, but I caught back up. So five listings a day we're on the 14th. So that is 70 new listings so far in August. So that's wow. That's amazing. In May and June, I was pretty good about my consistent listing and it would basically work out where like, after, after a certain amount of days of doing the consistent listing, I would start to see like, okay, I'm making about five sales a day too. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, I'm running my sale right now. That's playing into it obviously. But I feel like my, I, what I really track is like my active listings and yeah, I think I started at like 470 or something like that when I first started. And it's like, yeah, 
I think I'm at like 495 again now with 70 listings. So it's like, it's working where I'm selling, oh, wow. selling off the same number that I'm like, you're you know not just I mean? like, like hoarding the stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really <laughs> trying to grow my inventory. I'm just trying to have act, like active, consistent activity so that I'm able to keep right. selling. So, right. That's going so well. are you going to wait until the sale is over to do the like copy listings if you have any available? Yeah, I have paused the copy listing since yeah. Thursday. But up until that point, I was doing 10 of those a day. But it's yeah, like, I... They want to buy it with the sale. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't I haven't been doing that. But I'm putting more of my energy this weekend is just sending messages to people about my sale and sharing my closet. That's really all I'm doing. So... <laughs> right. Makes sense. Yeah, I was going to do some copy listing this weekend. And then I would just wait until after the sale. Yeah just in case. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I have that many, <laughs> but I think after the sale is a good time to do it. Cause then it's like, you're kind of clearing out from all the people you talk to oh, they've liked it in the past. Yeah. But doing good. We'll keep you guys posted on how we end August. I think we can pull it off. I think it's not too late. Yeah, we can do it. You just have, you're going to list all that good stuff you got at Play-Doh's today. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm excited. And we've been both doing better about crosses into Mercari again. And I, you know, yes. some sales over there. So that's exciting too. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, that wraps up today's episode of Sister Suposh. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Leave us five stars. We love seeing those. And it also helps other listeners find our podcast. Again, if you have a question or a reseller win, of the week that you'd like to share with us. We'll share it on an upcoming episode. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at sistersuposh or email us at sistersuposh at gmail.com. Yes. And other than that, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Love you, Maddie. Love you. Bye. Bye.